Hello, welcome to That Geek Pod. I'm Catherine and this is a big episode. It's episode 50. I can't believe I've got here. So to celebrate, I have Mark Perez. Hi, Mark. Hi. Now, Mark and I um, do a bit of podcasting together on the um, Bad Motivators Patreon um, Star Trek talk. Now, does that have an official name or is it just no, random last names? We were we were just called Taking a Number Two and that's what I call it now when I guest on another podcast. That way at least people know what to look for, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've talked a lot of Trek over yes. a little bit. Um, but how are you going over there in um, California? You know- well, with the lockdown, things are easing up a little bit now, so it's a little easier. I'm getting a little stir crazy because I'm I'm ready to go to concerts again. I'm ready to do outdoor festivals and stuff. And we're not quite there, but hey, but we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. People are getting vaccinated, so I, I it's just a little. You just got to be patient, just a little longer, and we'll be good. You know. Yeah, yeah. So here in Melbourne, we had a little snap one couple weeks ago um five days so it it was like this odd thing of is it going to be only five days is Mm -hmm. it is it (laughs) watching those numbers and then it was only five days and you're back to work like afterwards going oh geez okay we're we're back at it it was a very very strange feeling but um yeah like wearing masks on trains. So yes. yesterday I went into the city to see a live podcast and hey. comedians and yeah, yeah, yeah. masks on trains. But yeah, it's it's possible. It's yeah, possible. Exactly. Exactly. It's weird going out the first first few times though, like after a lockdown. I'm just yeah. gonna say it. Like it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Because you gotta get used to people again, like being around so many people, and you feel apprehensive, and you know, then you kind of ease up and everything. But, but yeah, it's just it's weird because obviously this hasn't been a part of our lives for that long, but we're already programmed into this new way of being, you know. Um, yeah. And it's hard to get out of that because that's kind of like our our safety net. It's where we find safety, and to leave that behind yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, it's 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 like you have to reprogram yourself all over again. So, well, it's like you know the hand sanitizer being everywhere. I, I don't want that to go away. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I wish we should have always me. had that. We should have always been a yes. lot cleaner because you know you get on these trains and everything, and they're gross. So. <laughs> and, and I work at a school, and you know kids are disgusting. <laughs> so, you know, for me, it's fantastic because. All of a sudden, we don't have as much gastro or just flu right. around. Right. There's yeah. been like no flu. Yeah, exactly. And Who yeah. knew, right, that the benefit of like all that gross stuff that we normally deal with in a given year would completely go away because we're doing these things, right? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so even though they've sort of shown that the surface contact with COVID isn't really doesn't really exist or isn't really a factor that sort of cleanliness side I sort of hope hangs in there yeah because it makes sense 
Yeah. I mean, because you know what? It can prevent so many other things going forward. So I, I'm all for it. I, that's just it. When I, and then when I say program, I got, that probably sounds horrible too, but it's just a new way of living and interacting with our environment. Right. That's what, what yeah. I mean by that. And I am going to take some of those things going forward. You know, it's like, I'm just, I, I've always been where I like to have my hands clean, no matter what, you know, it's like we put our hands yeah. on so many different things throughout the day. It's no wonder <laughs> people get colds and stuff and everything, but you know, yeah, it's, I, I think that as much as it was a total pain in the rear to have to go through some of these things, we have picked up some habits that should have been in place a long time ago. And some of us already yeah. did and some of us didn't. Hence the problem. <laughs> People are gross. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. So, you know, it's part of what I did during lockdown is that I went online shopping. And when yes. I went online shopping, I bought things that, I maybe wouldn't have tried on in the shop even. So I bought a pink fake fur jacket, a blue fake fur jacket. Nice. Um, My latest one, I bought a pair of skorts. Like, do you know what skorts are? No, is it like, it's like, I mean, I'm going to guess that it's a type of skirt, a skirt variant, correct? (laughs) It's it's like shorts, but the front has this little flat. To yeah. make it look like a skirt, ah. hence squat. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> I, I, I wore skirts in the nineties. Um, yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, all these things like a very very frilly pink skirt I wore yesterday. It's like I wouldn't have worn these things. I wouldn't have tried them on. Yeah, yeah. But lockdown, I went into the basket, into basket, into basket. Oh, that's a lot of money. Stuff it. Check out. Yeah, yeah. And then watch the packages come to me. <laughs> it's like Christmas almost every week is what it was. We had to do what we had to do to survive and get through it, okay? So that's the way I see oh. it. <laughs> like brown paper packages tied up with strings. Exactly. These, These are, are a few of my favourite things. things. <laughs> yes. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't yep. know we were going to be doing a duet. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so, why I thought of Mark bringing Mark on today was that um, I know Mark watches The Expanse, and mm. I watch The Expanse. So, I thought we'd have a bit of Expanse talk, and we'll we'll probably talk WandaVision as well because yes. we've had the finale. Yeah. But um, what brought you in to it, The Expanse? What got you watching it? So back when it first started airing out here, it was on the sci-fi channel, right? And a lot of people who had, you know, whose uh, taste I, uh, I would say appreciate. And like, they, they tend to point me in the right direction for shows that I may not have had my eye on. They kept mentioning the show. And then I kept seeing the ads for it. And I'm like, who is it? And then, you know, I, I just like, that looks really interesting. And then I have to admit that part of it was a, thirsty sort of wanting to see more Steven straight because I like think he's adorable but you know and then I just realized as like I started watching I was like hey this is pretty good I was like what is this it's like it reminds me of like a a bit of like Battlestar Galactica and some elements of Total Recall and and all these other shows that I love and it's got this grit and they don't hold back if people are gonna die or people are gonna get hurt it's gonna happen and that I love that because there's that I have not read the book, so shame on me, but it still 
ca- it still captivated me. I was like, oh, this is a really interesting show. Like, this is different from other stuff that I've seen. And so I just kept going, but I did take a break for a long while and came back to it. But I think after season two, I hadn't watched it in a while, and then it made it onto Amazon Prime. And that's when I caught up right before uh, season five started, which I'm so glad I did because I was able to follow along with it for once as it came out weekly. (laughs) And oh, I love this last season. (laughs) Yeah, like this last season is is amazing and it's, it's really shifting. Like the books, there's really only sort of one book where you kind of go, oh, you know, we maybe could have lived without that, and I'm sure you can guess which t- season that mm-hmm. sort of links up with. But um, it's it's a very much an arc, and and sort of I don't want to say world changing because it's it's system changing or almost mm-hmm. galaxy changing. Sometimes the events that happen in it. Um, so I think I'd read about it um, coming on TV and then I, I found it at the bookshop and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Got the first one. Well, I had to order it from my favourite bookshop <laughs> and then, you know, read it, then went in and said, oh, yeah, can I order the second one? So they ordered it for me. Then I walked in and they said, oh, so you want the third book, Catherine? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want us just to order the rest for you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you may as well. I'm, I'm just kidding myself. Right. Just order the rest for me. Yeah. And so um, it's been a bit like that. So they've been great um, keeping me fed with my expanse. So it's always interesting, you know, obviously reading a book and then seeing it visualised um, mm-hmm. and the expanse being a very, you know, science fiction but very well thought out science fiction world. For me, reading the books, I was like, how the hell are they going to do this? Yeah. You know, with the um, all the stuff that's in zero to low gravity um, and how do they visualise the belters. Um, but I think it's an amazingly well done visualisation. I have to admit the first time I watched it, I was like, Holden's too young. That Holden, yeah, he's too yeah. young. I don't mind him. Right. Let me just say, don't mind. He's a handsome chap. I mean, don't mind a bit of Holden. Yes, indeed. Yeah. In, in a joke that um, Australians would get, I, I now am a Holden girl. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a very Australian joke. Um, yeah, so for you was like, sorry, I'll start again. Um, so I really didn't know how they were going to visualise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done it so well. I mean, what are your thoughts about how they've done all of that type of science the end of it? So from my point of view, not having known what the book had put together like the world building within the book and what mm. I saw on screen. I mean, I just took to it the way the ships are built, um, uh, the culture, the way that earth Mars, and then the belters themselves, the way they talk, yeah. the way that 
you find out about, you know, what their environment has been like and the way that they're kind of looked down upon by these other groups, you know, um, it just, you just wanted to like, not live in the world, but like, you knew we're like, Oh, it'd be cool to be in that, you know, despite all the bad things that happened within it. But still, yeah, the world building I thought was excellent. I mean, I never felt like I was watching some cheesy show or anything, you know, it's like, Oh, these guys are really making an effort to make this seem um tangible that's probably the best word that i can uh they can use to to describe it and so yeah and and, then that and add the actors that are within it and everyone just sells it so it's excellent i think it's just gotten better and better i mean and that's fantastic because it would have been a shame if this show hadn't done as well and just disappeared because i think there was the the risk of that after it left sci-fi but then amazon prime picked it up thankfully yeah i i think it being picked up by Amazon was a case of Jeff Bezos really liking the show. And if you own a streaming service and your favourite show gets cancelled, what would you do? Right, exactly. I have money. Yeah. Oh, maybe I can bring it on here. <laughs> Look, that's the moment when you completely identify with a multi-billionaire. You go, <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. That I would do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, like me being in charge of Lucasfilm, like pushing money towards Cassie and Andor. And then Kathleen Kennedy did it. I'm like, yes, yeah, see, Kathleen, Catherine, we're on the same mind link. <laughs> so you know what I find really interesting? So the, the name of the author was a gem, James S.A. Corey being the pen name of two collaborators. And I don't yeah. know that that's happened too often. I'm sure in the literary world there are other instances. Maybe maybe not. I'm sure somebody out there will let me know. Hmm. But I just find it interesting. So if I remember correctly, it's Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. And they use that pen name. And I think that's so cool because, you know, they made this together, but it's just like this that, that name of that the author is the focus you know and and i i just find that so interesting and and the fact that they're involved with the show as well i think speaks to how well it's translated although i know know there are some people who have problems with certain things and the way they've been put on screen you know people Mm -hmm. always will um but it's its own creature and i think it stands really well on its own that way yeah i mean obviously there's things that are on the page that you might not be able to visualise or see. Mm -hmm. And they've taken elements from the second book and woven them into the first one, like characters, Mm. and they've taken the events of the first book and split it over two seasons, which I think is the best decision they could have made. Okay. Because, you know, obviously the events of Eros Station are just, you know, that's the the event and so having it as an end of season event makes sense Mm. and i've heard some people complain that those first few episodes drag a bit um and they've dropped out and you know so i've been like no no keep going keep going right where you up to all right you're not up to um them being on the um martian cruiser yet like okay nah You've got to keep going, keep it going, a couple more episodes, I promise, I promise. Um, but, yeah, obviously on 
in the book they can really well build and and they talk about why um you know the planets and things have evolved the way they do so on the show they haven't really described why alex has that you know sort of southern cowboy accent mm-hmm. and so it's kind of bizarre that alex from mars has this cowboy accent whereas in the book <laughs> it gets described yeah, um, yeah. and when you can think that also the other martian character we know bobby has a kiwi accent i love her (laughs) again that's something when i when i first saw the actress i was like oh i that's not what i had pictured but i've i love her yeah um and they've you know changed things cammy um you know has changed a bit and the um oh what's his name the Oh, not Cammy. Um, you know, the, the eyeliner. Other, the other uh, eyeliner girl. Oh, oh yeah. Why am I forgetting her and, name? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, I was just reading up on her name too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the captain. It's it's it's, it's Cammy and. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Anyway. And anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and the other sort of belter captain of the week get to know um who's played by um strathorn that's oh, oh i should have gotten all this David yeah 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 yes 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 yeah. so yeah. he's different against but i like how they've taken the elements of what's in the book and maybe changed them slightly especially when they've found actors that like really work yeah. or a particular dynamic that works so i do like what they've done but I think how they've taken the world building that's in the books and then shorthanded it um on the screen is great um and they've with the belters they've were really specific in the books about how they are all taller um because of growing in low gravity yeah yeah but it also causes them like issues with their physiology and i think with like yeah. trying to give childbirth too uh from what i remember yeah. reading um so it's interesting yeah because it's like all these things that these particular characters have to go through that are held against them in within the world mm-hmm. why they're thought of as less you know um yeah it's an interesting dynamic what has happened with like how mars and earth are kind of like warring factions now with the belter stuck in the middle you know and and they've got their own thing going on. So you've got all these like different agendas all at once, you know, so all vying for yeah. attention. <laughs> yeah, all, all vying and then and then you throw the protomolecule yes. in there and watch it just change everything, yes. how the different factions relate to each other. And then because it's got its own agenda yep. that you you know, we don't know what it is and yeah. we still don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to stop people who are in power to want to take control of it for their own purposes, which is where we're yes. at now, right? So, <laughs> Yes, because they think they can control it. Yeah. They uh, think that they will be the protomolecules master. I, I'm going to leave all of that in. All of it's going to be left in. Yes. 
<laughs> By the way, I have to say with all the characters that we have, uh, the other characters that I love on the show are also um, Naomi. She's fantastic. Yes. I love, I think that's what I love the most about season five was we got to see the, the Rosinante crew separated and they got to shine on their own. Right. Naomi yeah. got to have more of like, I love that she wasn't, kind of tied down by her relationship with Holden. It was gave her time to become her own like character, right? And then also Wes Chatham, who, you know, plays Amos, who I have like the biggest crush on. I just love looking at that man. Okay. I loved his part too. Like it they were all captivating adventures. And it's like by the time it was all said and done and it comes all back together again. I was like, that was really well played. I was like, I can't believe they pulled that off so well. You know, because sometimes even in a book, even if you have source material, it's amazing how creators don't quite get it right. And then it falls flat when you see it on screen. But yeah. you know, whatever it was and however it may have varied from the book, as far as I'm concerned, this season was one of the strongest. And that's saying a lot seeing as how we're so deep in and we only have one more season to go so yeah I, it was an impressive season as far as i'm concerned yeah 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 we have one more season um but obviously there's there are more books however there is a big time jump mm-hmm. within the books so whether you know we have a pause between season six and then anything after that will be interesting to see if they do that because you know I got to that those books with the time jump and I'm like what are they going to do about the show how yeah. are they going to do this <laughs> it would be nice if they did like if, if it stops at where it's at the next season but they leave it open that if they ever want to make a movie to tie up those loose ends it would be great to see that you know yeah who knows kind of like a firefly sort of thing well although hopefully there'll be less death on that end <laughs> but knowing yeah. the show probably not so <laughs> look i'm still not over wash and firefly right, I, right? I, that oh was my. so devastating i was like i was i just wanted to throw the movie out the window when i like that happened i'm like oh. okay i didn't need that to happen <laughs> so i remember it coming out here in australia and i went opening weekend because i also thought there's no way this is going to last past the weekend yeah um so i booked a ticket for, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and i was going to see a movie at the same place like a few hours later with a friend yeah. um but so i was sitting in the cinema watching firefly and then book was killed and I was like I honestly remember that feeling of everyone else is okay because book has died yeah and then wash and I was just crying yeah just yeah. crying and then you know after afterwards I walked out of the cinema and you know met my friends and and I couldn't tell them why I was so upset yeah. because <laughs> they hadn't watched Firefly they wouldn't yeah. They wouldn't understand. Exactly. <laughs> the life of a geek. It's the way it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unless you're in the know, we can't talk about these things that wherever our favorite character has left, you know, uh, the medium in one way or another, you know, and it's like, it's like having a friend die, you know, so we just got to go through the grieving process and finally get yeah. over it or not. Cause you may carry it with you the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. 
Oh, God, I love it. Uh, <laughs> and and my one of my favourite characters is Miller, Joe Miller. Yes, yes. He's, he's so weird and I love his hair. I love his hat. I'm sorry. I love the hat. Yeah, yeah. They make fun of him for the hat, but I love it. Yeah. Um, and Thomas Jane, an actor who I've, I don't think I've seen very much of him, but he just, he got it and he was, he's so good in it. Yeah. You know that I love, he's a great actor and then he's fantastic in this part. I think that if I were to take that particular character out and put him in another universe and not even blink, he would be like one of those characters that would do well in the Blade Runner universe. He just has that air about him and the way he dresses and everything, you know? So yeah, he's an interesting character. And the way they they were able to... So correct me if I'm wrong. In the book, it does he does come back in that same way, correct? How he yes. keeps appearing to Holden. Yes, and that again yeah, is something into the that the protomolecule. Okay. I can't say that word today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I would say, <laughs> yeah, that's another. That's one of those other things where, like, if you don't do it right, it won't translate well on screen, right? And they've done a pretty good job because at first I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, it kind of annoyed me. I, I think that's where I almost checked out from the show was that as much as I love James Holden and Stephen Strait, it when they were kind of making him to be kind of like the chosen one and there was a lot of focus on him and then yeah. the proto molecule and then the, the rings, I was like, oh, this is getting a little boring. I don't know if I like so much focus on him. So that's why th- this last little season to me was very welcome. They're like, yes, we get a little break from that. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, going back to the, the different characters. Um, I love Christian. Uh, was it Shora, uh, Shore uh, Agashu? I probably butchered her name. Oh. I'm so sorry. But just her presence. I mean, I love the actress, yeah. right? But just like the 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 voice, the outfits, the way she just tells you like it is. And she has to be strong. She's She's got to be a leader. And sometimes her tactics are a little bit overboard. But in the end, especially now, I love that where she's gotten where her character has evolved and what it, what her character has evolved into because she's actually helping bring everybody together as opposed to kind of being, you know, a heavy hand. Cause she was, it was a bit much at first. I was like, what is she doing? It's like, you know, is she really evil or is she just trying to be so controlling of everything that's going on? That's spiraling out of control because, you know, like you said, all the warring factions, everybody that wants something, Somebody has to lead all that, and I'm sure it was an impossible task, but by the time we get to the end of season five, it's clear that people are willing to work together, but they still have, um, in Marco Sonaro and the Beltozat, have decided to um, follow him. They have a pretty big problem on their hands, you know, and it's only going to get worse from what we see at the end of that season. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. with the Mars and Belta Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not not officially Mars. It's just a faction within Mars yes, yes, and yes. their alliance and them using the Belters for their own ends. And 
And I know where that's leading and <laughs> it ain't good. Oh, no. It ain't good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, Christian is just amazing. She's she's very good on the page, but she's one of those characters that is just leaping off the screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's, she's amazing. And if we talk about Amos as well. He's also leaping off the screen. Yeah. That His muscles are that anyway. He... <laughs> 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 uh, I, I just like his, you know, his very intent look sometimes. Yes. yes. How he can yeah. just stare people down. Yeah. Yeah. Just intimidate them. Not not by t- lifting a finger. He yeah. just stares them down. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw some of that, you know, how that came to be when backing when they were back in Baltimore. And we met his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we've mentioned the cast. I have to say the cast is fantastic and um also diverse. Yes, Can we just say very yay? Much so. Very much so. It's like I I love it. But I think again, like I said, the material and because of the different planets, it lends itself to have all these different types of people and all from all different walks of life. And then you have the culture of the belters in it. So it's like you have this other like other level of of representation in there, right? A whole yeah. group of people that we don't know about, but that are having issues with being represented or being getting their slice of the pie as everybody else does. But because they're from a certain area or because they grew up a certain way, you know, they're they're treated like this minority that doesn't matter at times, even though the universe depends on them to get the job done. So that's what the oh. interesting part of it all is to me. There's all this dynamic, all these th- this tier of like, oh, how can I say not tier, but just the, the the different levels. It's like this person is is one level above them and above them and above them, above them, you know, and there's from the top on down, <clears throat> there is corruption throughout it all, you know? Um, yeah. And, and luckily, you know, our characters in here in this show are able to kind of swim through all that mess and have a life, you know? Um, but obviously there are people in that universe that haven't fared so well. Yeah, and and you know, from the very first, it they really showed that the stakes, you know, people could die and how dangerous life in space is. Mm-hmm. And it can be a matter of luck because you think about poor old Shed in second or third episode, you know, because he chose to sat seat in a certain chair, he got killed. Mm because of the um yeah the raid on the ship and that was an an actor that you know obviously i knew what was going to happen but that was an actor i'm like oh you're a fairly well-known face to me to be playing someone that small but so obviously the um the people who were casting again was like all right Here's someone, he's not super well-known, but he's been in things. We're going to cast him so no one will expect that third episode, (laughs) bye-bye. 
that's a, uh, also the other character that I didn't think was going to die um, that we only had in the first season. Um, what was it? It was Jay Hernandez who plays Dimitri, um, who's Miller's Earth partner, Earther partner at the security. Yes. Right. And yeah. I, you know, Jay Hernandez is very nice to look at too. So it's very sad <laughs> to see him go, but it was just interesting that, yeah, again, it's like, it, I think shows like game of Thrones prepared us for this culture of like, don't get too used to the characters you see on screen, you know? Yeah. Uh, because, but I love that too, because you know what? The, we grew up on a lot of like geek culture and film culture where the heroes always win to save the day. And eventually, you know, someone might die or so forth, but now it's like, you know, anybody can go unless it's of course in a book and there's a certain way it's supposed to, you know, um, happen but for and new even material, they might die yeah exactly and that's just it and but i love that you take a chance you know you you take a very well-known character and take them out i mean that gets you a really big emotional response and people are gonna gravitate towards that yeah yeah you're right game of thrones definitely you know weren't wasn't afraid of killing people but you know <laughs> they, they killed sean bean but you know, he dies what, in what TV though. or film, yeah, hasn't he died in? Honestly. He makes dying look so good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, you know, like you and I, we grew up on Star Trek. So, yes, there was death, but that was always the red shirt, never the, the name characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so are you going to read the books? I think I want to go back and take a dive into, especially because once, depending on where the story leaves off with the next season, you know, I want to know more. Well, it's like, what happens? It's like, you know, are they going to, are they going to answer all that? Because it's not going to be possible for them to do everything they need to in one season. So obviously there's questions I'm going to have that I want answered that I feel I'm going to find in the books. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they've definitely um, sprinkled some things in because, you know, I know what's happening that I've seen in this latest season. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, you are giving not so much hints, but, okay, this is, you know, these are little sprinklings of, of okay, so when we get there people won't be as surprised and won't come from as left field. But, um Definitely for that those first seasons, I think people are a bit, oh, what's going on? What's this thing with the protomodicle? I can't say it today <laughs> of all days. <laughs> I, had, I had a similar day like that. I forgot what the word was now, but, um, oh, verisimilitude. Various, various I could not say it for the life of me on a podcast, <laughs> even though I, I had, like, been seeing the word and seeing it pop up. I was like, oh, this is great, right? I love this word. I got on the podcast and I couldn't say it for the life of me. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> this is how it's going to go today. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like those days when, you know, I'm trying to teach, you know, maths. And so I'm drawing, you know, linear graphs yeah. and I have to stand back and go and just say to the kids, look, that's a straight line. I know it doesn't look like one. But yeah. It is. I just can't draw today. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've been trying to get people 
to watch The Expanse to, you know, if nothing else, Amazon can see those viewing numbers and renew it for as much as they want. Yeah. 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 Especially now. Now is a good time to catch up because you can start the the show and catch up. It it won't be back until like the end of the year, maybe a little longer depending on COVID and restrictions for filming and everything. But, you know, it's supposed to be out by the end of the year. And I, I can't wait, but I think it also gives people time to revisit. And if you haven't had a chance to watch it, check it out because it's worth it. It's a great ride. It's a lot of fantastic actors in there. And, you know, it's one of those things where like, I, I think it's just, it's, it's an important addition to geek culture. And I really wish we were out at the different cons and everything. Cause I would love to see these actors on stage talking about the show. I think that would be so oh, great. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to see that before this is all said and done. And it isn't too so far ahead that we get to go to the next con that the expanse is kind of like, oh, well, the show's over. We don't need to bring the cast on anymore. It's like, no, bring it back. (laughs) Well, you know, here in Australia, there's no chance of them coming out because we don't get that many guests coming out. Yeah. Really. And definitely not in these, these times, even though, there is talk of having some of the cons back on this year. Um, yeah, the guest list is going to be pretty slim. <laughs> Everybody's going to be appearing, yeah. like appearing via hologram, like on Star Wars. <laughs> That's just as good as you're going to get, folks. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, to come into the country, it's a two-week quarantine. Yeah. Um, and that's... Yeah, even for Australians returning home, it's two weeks. And we're still That's trying crazy. to get Australians yeah. back home. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been, um, I'm not going to say controversial because yeah. it's part of why we've been so successful. Exactly. But yeah. um, it's been the management of it because that's where we've had a number of the sort of outbreaks coming from. Um, our clusters sort of leaking out from the hotel quarantine. So the most successful quarantine has been up in Darwin where they've got um, like little huts for people so they can be on a balcony so it's not air conditioning and and inside. So that's – so they're going to be building more of that. Um, But, yeah. So when the tennis players were out here mm-hmm. and were whinging about their days in quarantine, Australians were like, shut the hell up. <laughs> shut your face. Yeah. Shut up. Exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, yeah. I was just literally just talking about that with my partners. That, you know, I was like, you know, we don't realize how good we've had it. And, you know, when people weren't willing to put in the work, to make this thing go away, even if it wasn't for, for forever, but so that we would be as successful as some of the other countries who've been able to kind of like control it better. You know, um, everybody yeah. was just so afraid that they're getting their liberties taken away from them that they didn't want to do the work. And so we got what we got. It's as simple as that. And here we are. Yeah. For Australia with this reputation of being, you know, a country full of, you know, bogans and louts and convicts but we're pretty happy to go right that's a sensible thing to do let's do that right right um yeah and 
saw this great sign floating around Twitter yesterday that's outside Trades Hall here in Melbourne of, you know, don't be a dickhead. That's literally <laughs> what the sign says. Simple and to the point. <laughs> don't be a dickhead, wear your mask. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and and that that is Australia. Yeah. Just I love it. Frank. Just yeah. don't be a dickhead, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, everyone, watch The Expanse, read the books, and buy the books so that then they know they're popular and then that might translate into TV show. I don't know. But this is why I tell people get things legally so people know they're popular and make yeah. more. Yeah. Yes. But a few days ago, there was the WandaVision finale. Mm-hmm. So what were your thoughts about WandaVision overall? I loved it. It It's, yeah. I just, you know, I guess, you know, looking at the era that we're in, because a lot of these things we would go to the cinema for, right? You know, and, 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 yeah. and I think that while we've been in the middle of all this lockdown and everything, it's allowed us to be able to take in content in a different form, in a different way, you know? Um, I, I think WandaVision could have obviously existed uh, you know, on uh, in one form or another, but the fact that we got yeah. it on TV played perfectly, right? And yeah. I loved how it unfolded. It gave us a week to like kind of digest it and everything. I was on board from the beginning. At first, when I heard about it, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how that's going to play out. What are they trying to do?" And then I saw that you know you you were in a different era, and I'm like, "Oh, I was like, okay, this looks crazy." I was like, "I I I want to give this a go." And yeah, for the first episode on, I was like just amazed at elizabeth olsen's performance i mean the look the way she was acting how she would go into the new eras and you know paul bettany we know is a fantastic actor so we knew he was going to be but i had never seen elizabeth olsen kind of drive her own project like this right and yeah she sold it she's fantastic you know um she wears many hats she reminds you of uh, tatiana maslani from orphan black in that sense that they can become all these different people obviously an actor's job but just some people just excel at just turning on a dime and becoming these new facets of you know of a character and i yeah, love that with beyond be able to just change their expression slightly and yeah. it's like, okay, you're a different person. Yeah. Wow. You're not just, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's great. I, I loved it the whole way through. I was really emotional with the finale. Um, there were parts that just broke my heart. I mean, we knew it was headed that way. If, if you know the comic books, you know that there's, there were certain elements that were going to come in, how they were going to play out, you know, we had yet to see. But um I just, I love the way it all played out. I really did. I think it was only one episode where I kind of was like, oh, that was all right. But I mean, for one episode out of nine to not be my favorite, I think that show is doing quite well. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did the right thing by dropping the first two episodes the same week. Yes. Um, Because they were the most just in sitcom ones that, that there were so I think dropping them the same week is probably the smart idea yeah so people might then go oh one more week and then that's when we started to see a bit more the outside world seeping in um 
But yeah, overall, I I really enjoyed it. Yes, it, we all knew it was never going to end well right. for Wanda. <laughs> oh, poor it, it Wanda. It was just this <laughs> oncoming dread of oh, this is not going to end well. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was that finale. Yes, I admit there was it was some teary moments. Oh yeah. Oh, I was a me- it was it was yesterday morning for me, and I'm sitting here. Well, it's too early for me to be crying, man. I got my coffee and my little <laughs> breakfast bar, and I'm sitting here crying watching this damn show. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love. I did enjoy the week to week model. I. I enjoy consuming TV that way. Yeah. It might make me old school, but I enjoy it. I think for a show like this, it gives us time to digest it and, yes, come up with fan theories and then, you know, throw hissy fits if our theories aren't correct. (laughs) Um, Certain corners of Twitter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. You know. Like, it's all fun to theorise, but you can't, you know, say the show is bad just because your theories weren't correct. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we've seen that with movies and everything. It's like people go in with these expectations. And, of course, look, by all means, think of things in your head. That's what fanfic is for. If it doesn't work for you, create your own world, right? What you would have liked to have seen. But the fact that people get so angry and then they get angry at others and they get angry at the creators. It's like, how is this helping us any? It's like, enjoy it for what it is. It's not going to change. It is what it is. And it's not like I haven't been disappointed in the past, but it's one of those things where like, okay, I just got to deal with it. I'm moving on. So people's that. Yeah, and and they have a plan. I mean, the MCU has shown nothing but well thought out plans. Yep. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to lead into Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. I mean, Ooh, I you can definitely <laughs> start to feel that. Yeah. So, yeah, they know what they're doing, but um. Obviously, Elizabeth Olsen was fantastic. Catherine Hahn was fantastic. Yes. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen Paul Bettany do comedy before. And so him being just a straight-up, like, sitcom person was just, <laughs> it was great. Like, yeah. those first few episodes, like, when he ate the gum and how he acted <laughs> drunk through that. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, they really... It wasn't. Here's the thing. TV used to be a constricting medium in that actors and well-known actors would never even think of slumming and doing that that type of thing. Right. But now the quality and what is out there has changed so much that you get these well-known actors doing like fantastic material on TV. It's like it gives them another another place to express themselves and to shine bright, you know, and and Paul Bettany was I, I was like, oh. I love this. I was like, he, they, on their own, they're fantastic characters together. They're, they make magic together, you know, for lack of a better word. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were, it was fantastic. And, you know, I loved seeing the TV tropes for me that I got a huge kick out of 
seeing each error and going, yes. oh, that's, that's from the witch, that's from this, that's from yeah. that. Um, you know, Brady Bunch versus Partridge Family, you know, sort of splitting the difference <laughs> with the theme song. Um, yeah. But, of course, the family ties. Yes, that just, right, right. And I, then, I loved it, yeah. Of course, they didn't do the sha la la la, which yeah, which... or sit ubu sit, good dog. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes, they needed that. They could have uh, like you know, uh, Sparky in the commercial would have been amazing. Can you imagine? <laughs> sit Sparky, sit, good dog. <laughs> oh, they needed that. Now I want that. Now I'm going to have an a- angry rant on Twitter about how they didn't say that. <laughs> also, just I think it was that same episode how they had the little clip in the opening segment of them having picnic in the park, and I was like, "Oh, that's full house." Yeah, you've yeah. done a little wink there. Good work, <laughs> good work. Because they couldn't lean too hard into the full house. Yeah, yeah. With the Olsen twins, but they gave us a little wink there. I'm like, yeah, good work. Good work. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I, I, it's so funny because people were like, oh, I don't want to watch these old TV shows. I've already seen them. And it's like, you know, it's an homage, but it's like there's more to it. Like people yeah. didn't want to take the dive into it and like think like, what is this that I'm looking at? But then that was enough for them to be like, oh, this is stupid. And it's like, you know, there's things like when like when you watch the Truman show, I thought about that, where like you you are looking at this reality, but none of it is real, you know, and we know yeah. more than Truman does. But that still is only part of what is going on. You know, the manipulation, the things behind the scenes, there are other factors and other things behind the scenes that we have yet to see. And it played out the same way in the show. You know, once we saw all the the puppet strings and who was holding them, it started to get even more interesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, they still could pick up things from WandaVision. So, you know, people then said, oh, you know, the Quicksilver, you know, Ralph Boner didn't (laughs) come to anything. But I'm like, come on. Yeah. Boner. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a made up name. Yeah. Yeah. That's a made-up name. Like the way he went, <laughs> Boner. Like that tells me that's a made-up name. Yeah. So he might be the person in, you know, witness protection. Yeah. And you never know, it might end up being something. Exactly. I don't exactly. know. No, because that, I, that – oh, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I heard this theory on – uh, another podcast that mm-hmm. the um throughout the whole arc of the season they're actually going through the stages of grief yes yes that that when you think about it those first couple of episodes are the denial phase when she's totally invested in those in that sitcom world and then you see the anger when she monica's out of the the hex yeah um, then there's bargaining. I can't really link that in, but I'm sure there is like, well, when she goes out of the hex and tells the army and Hayworth, leave us alone exactly. or I'll hurt you. Yeah. Looking at the next one. Depression. Well, 
That yeah. was the Modern Family episode. Yeah. Yep. And then into, you know, the episode looking back at her life and then acceptance. So, yeah, I think that was the acceptance at the end. So, yeah, like we can look at that deeper level and go, well, actually it was an examination of the stages of grief yeah. for Wanda. Yeah. I loved all the different folks that we got to see in the forefront here. Um, and Tiona Paris as Monica Rambo is fantastic. I love it because, you yes. know, it built it up over time. She already was like a bright star from the beginning and I loved her. And then as things went on and, you know, we got to see more and more of her and how important she was to the overall story. And then at the end, just the big reveal that, you know, She's going to be going to space. The scrolls came to get her. I was like, oh my God, this is cool, right? You know, so that's awesome. And of course, my brain went, Mendo? Are we going to get Mendo? I, exactly. Mendo? Are we going to link into Mendo? Yes, yes. And so there's that, you know? Yeah. I can't wait. So I love it though, because at the same time, it wasn't just, you know, Wanda's grief. We got to see her grief as well with the loss of her mother coming back. That episode was devastating where, or the beginning of that episode, we got to see how she returned and the loss of her mother and all those other people that were trying to pick up their lives when they came back after the snap. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just insane. You didn't think about that. I love that, that it gave us that level to add of what we already knew right um so that's it's really important she had a lot of great moments on this show um i can't wait to see what they do with the character and where they take her next and if it ties into captain marvel again or she's gonna get her own project right either Mm. way more monica please but (laughs) yes more monica yeah like we we'd only really seen the return um just briefly, I haven't watched um, Endgame again, yeah. um, but in Spider-Man Far From Home, and that was very brief and played for comedic effect, but that when you were watching that bit in WandaVision going, oh, God, what was it like for the people returning? Yeah. Like to come back to a totally different world, things have changed, people they loved could have died or moved on, or and they were just coming back where they left. What if you were on a plane? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like it's, it's crazy, and and it's all these things that I don't think we as fans had ever fully considered before. Because yeah, yeah in Spider Man, they played it for a laugh. That yeah, all of a sudden, woof, there was a marching band in the middle of a. Um, basketball match type of thing yeah but yeah this idea of snap your back and the world around you has changed but no time for you has passed is yeah that's that that i mean those things you already got the core of the show but the way they tied it back to all the material like you said the long game that i've seen play out over time in the mcu has to me been pretty impressive and it's still it's still is a gift that keeps on giving and we're seeing it you know we're seeing it play out um and then we get recurring characters that come back like darcy and jimmy 
who were fantastic. Jimmy Woo! <laughs> I loved them. They were so great. It was so much fun. <laughs> excellent, excellent characters. Yeah. And and yeah, I squeed so hard when he did the um card trip <laughs> trick, like the first time we saw him. I was like, oh my god, you learned it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but little things like that, you really appreciate the level of detail that the makers, the creators, the the story group, if that's what they've got, really put into what they are doing. Like it's it's amazing that level of detail. I you know the the element that was introduced in in the show with um, Wanda's kids is pretty important to what's ahead because they're already bringing in the young Avengers by way of other series. Right. And if Billy and Tommy need to be brought back in because they're part of that. So we're heading towards seeing a new generation of young heroes as well, too. Um, I can't wait for that because there's so many things like Hulkling and Wiccan in there. Um, all the other elements. I, I just it's, it's exciting. I just there are things that are gonna that have been put in the place that are gonna make that are gonna happen later that I'm just I can't wait to see. It's gonna be a while, unfortunately, but you know, uh, just the fact that they're they're planting those seeds now makes me happy. Yeah, they're um, planting those seeds, and then we'll see something in. Um... I always forget Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see something. Yeah. I, I don't know what. Yeah. Um, they might tie back to this somehow, right? Somehow. Who knows? Who knows how yeah. they're going to do all that? Who I'm knows? not going to assume, right? So, yeah. No. Oh, speed. I should say I, the two, the, the boys, um, that the boys are will become characters Wiccan and Speedy. Forgot yeah. about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it opens up a multiverse, as it were. You know, anything can happen. We've got so we've got that. We've got Loki. Um, uh, what else do we have? Like in terms of the Disney Plus content, do we have any other Marvel shows? After this, to see, I'm trying to think. What else is on tap? I know there is, but I don't know why I can't think of them because I'm just focusing on this next one, which is like two weeks yeah. away like literally it's like here's yeah. a little breathing room but guess what don't get too comfortable because we're about to take another dive in so <laughs> yeah and yeah because next week or this week coming they're going to have like a behind the scenes thing with WandaVision I can't remember the name of it but it's much better named than Disney colon the gallery colon the Mandalorian colon <laughs> something else go here colon yeah i always thought i've always thought the name a little bland i'm like oh come on you know yeah yeah you know yeah like yeah what's you think of you know empire of dreams is a great name for right. documentary about yeah. star wars in the beginning you can think of a, <laughs> yeah. think of a better name than gallery come on come on <laughs> So we would have had um, uh, Black Widow by now, and yes. that's still going to come out. Yeah, 
sometime. somehow. Yeah. It's one of these things. I don't know when things will come out, but um, we're going to get things in the cinema here. Yes. Although we're not getting the Snyder Cut in the cinema. Not that I would have gone and see it, but we're not getting it here in, in the cinema. Thank goodness, four hours. Four hours. <laughs> come on. We're probably no intermission either, too. So there's that. No. Yeah. No. Snip, snip, Snyder. Come on. Yeah, I know. Four hours. Yes. The cut needs a bris. No. But no. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh. Um, and they're currently filming uh, Thor, Love and Thunder in Sydney yes. or around yes. Sydney. And we got to see Natalie Portman's big old beefy arms. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at her. <laughs> she looks fantastic. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's filming. Um, and... Yeah, Doctor Strange at some point will yeah. come out. That's that's filmed and done, isn't it? And they've finally announced the name of Spider Man. Um, is it Long Way? I, I have is forgotten. It it's funny because it was joking about the damn title that I've forgotten what the hell it's called now. So all I yeah. know is there's a Spider yeah. movie coming and I'll be going to see it. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Obviously, I don't know when things are going to be released. Things are a bit wishy-washy. Um, but, yeah, would you pay, was it the premium Disney price, Disney Plus price to see these things, like 20 30 bucks? I think for Doctor Strange, I probably would. Um, you know, just because that I'm really looking forward to, especially now that it ties into WandaVision, I really want to know, you know. Uh, what happens yeah. next and uh, i feel in love dr strange is a movie i liked it i didn't love it but i loved all the elements it introduced because i loved that comic book, book character um but now like when i saw him in the other films i was like oh this is kind of cool we get to see strange with the other heroes and i love you know seeing him and what he adds to the whole to the bigger picture right um yeah but now I just like I cannot wait to see this because this it it promises to be a little bad shit crazy just because of the fact it's the multiverse and all these things that can happen you know so that's that's gonna be a yeah. lot of fun <laughs> yeah crazy I like that I sort of enjoyed that um that part of Doctor Strange that it was so weird and different from all the rest of the um, MCU movies yes the end sort of ended with a big cgi monster as it were but it was not just a biff baff fight it yeah. was weird it was different um <laughs> and of course mads mickelson always well, good yes yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah I, th I don't know if there's any other mcu movies coming out i know the what if that's right gonna be. that series is yeah. coming out yeah there's that oh she-hulk is another one of the shows that's coming that's i'm yes. right we were just talking about tatiana maslani so yes hmm. she's gonna be in that so that's gonna be cool because i cannot wait to see her you know 
as the lead in that project. She's a fantastic actress. So, And I'm so crossing my fingers for Daredevil and Jessica Jones yeah. to pop back up. Yeah. Because yes. I've, yes. I've watched all of their Netflix yeah. series yeah. And seasons now and, yeah, love them. I, I can't believe we forgot Loki. He has a series coming out, if I remember correctly, right? So there's that. Yeah, yeah. Shame on me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So MCU still plodding along, doing its doing its thing. Poor DC is. Yeah. I know. I know. And although I have to say. The new Superman and Lois series that came out recently, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I I think it's got a pretty strong cast, and if they play it right, I think it'll be fun. But I just love seeing Superman back on screen. So there's that. Yeah. You know, it's a biased opinion. Um, so it, it's just fun. Yeah, I I I hope they do right by that show because after a while, some of the the CW shows get a little odd and yeah. they just start losing steam, and so. Anyway. Look, I got all the way through Gotham. Did you? Gotham was. <laughs> yeah, I was the one. Um... <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that that was fun. Yeah, see, I have memories of watching Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman, mm-hmm. back in the day with yeah. with Dean Kane. Mm. Well, let's not talk about that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I would watch it, and my dad would watch with me. Well. Dad would come out of his study and sit down in the lounge and I was watching that so he'd sit down with me and watch it and that would be our thing. Yeah. That and Xena. Dad would watch Xena with me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Somewhere in my mum and dad's house I have a Xena action figure that my friend bought for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I need to dig it out to add to my. Yeah, no, you totally should. Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming on. Where can the good people of the internet find you? All right. So, um, you can find me on Pink Milk After Dark, which is on Friday nights. We have a live stream with uh, Brian and Emma where we talk Star Wars queerly. Um, and then, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the Taking a Number Two podcast, the Star Trek podcast, which <laughs> me, you, Steve, and Dallas do from time to time. Um, and then, you know, wherever else I am guesting. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and on Twitter, uh, at IMLDablito, on Instagram as well excellent you can find me at that geek pod on twitter instagram facebook i'm katherine underscore name also on twitter i post stuff about cassie nandor mainly <laughs> so you <God>. never <laughs> so how many cassie nandors can you see over my shoulder <laughs> just a few yeah so i'm gonna be a mess when when andor finally starts coming out yeah so well i don't know if i can restrain myself your friends are here for you when the time comes okay just so you know (laughs) honestly it's 
my brain is already going, right, this can happen, this can happen. Oh, I really yeah, want them yeah, to do this. Yeah. And, of course, I really want him to dance because of Dirty Dancing Havana of Nights. Course, of course. Yes. Yeah. Which I highly recommend. Yeah. Not because it's good. Oh, no, it's not good. Yeah. But highly recommend. <laughs> and, like I said, we need to have – Cassian and Java in a scene together or something similar. Just something, right? Yes. Because then that'll bring everything that you want together, Rory. (laughs) And that he wants, obviously. Yes. (laughs) He just wants to touch Yaba. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yep. Anywho, so they're filming that at the moment. So Catherine will try to send her brainwaves over to the story writers to go, Cassian will dance. Cassian will dance. There you go. Do you, do you think that will work if we all just sit here in a, in a circle and chant it? It could. It Cassian could. will dance. Yes. Krennic will return. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, I know there will be many people be – Happy about that, especially Emily Lynn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be able to hear her yell from all the way, you know, from, from your parts there in the world to where I'm at. And we'll know Dude. Oh, she's happy. <laughs> Dude, when when that Spider-Man movie, the latest one was released, yeah. it was came out here like on a Monday for some bizarre reason. It wasn't coming out for you guys until Friday. And I was busting. I was like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Who can I talk to? I can't talk to anyone. I can't say to Emily, "You've got to see Spider Man," because then she'll guess what's going on. Exactly. I can't say to anyone. So I think I exploded on a DM to Charlie Ashby. Um, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll let you get back to your evening. Oh. So. Thank you very much. No, thank you so much for having me on. I, I, I appreciate it and I had a great time. Thank you. That Geek Pod will return. Mm-hmm.